Thank you very much. Turn your Bibles, if you would, please, to Philippians chapter 3. I'm going to begin to read in just a moment. But I had a call last night. Spent some time with a person that's uh, just almost having a nervous breakdown and talked with them how to cope with it and the problems of life itself. And so tonight I want to be a blessing to you uh, and showing you how to, what the Bible says uh, of overcoming. And I'd like to call it just keep on keeping on. Amen. But uh, if you would please, I'd like to read in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. <clears throat> that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being made conformable unto His death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that, for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if, if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as we have us for an example. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like in his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will teach us from thy word tonight and give us scriptures that we might hear directly from you how to cope with these hard times that we're going through right now in this nation and around the world. And Lord, we know that the devil is real and he's alive and he's very busy. So we ask you that, Lord, teach us how to defeat him now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In verses 12 through 16, these, it's a wonderful thing to know that you can start over afresh. Now, the unsaved can't say that. Now, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, that the unsaved are dead in their sins and trespasses. Only in Christ Jesus can any man start afresh and anew. We all make mistakes. We all have things we're sorry for. We want to do everything just right. We want to keep on going for the Lord. But it seems like the old devil knows what to get us with. I like what one old preacher said years ago, the devil knows your chain to pull. Amen? And it's the truth. Now here's what I'd like for you to do tonight, no matter how high we have gone, there's always something higher for us to go to. No matter how low we have fallen, it's always possible to make a new start. Paul said in 
verses 12 through 14, not as though I had already attained, either already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Now notice, in these three verses, Paul is telling us that a new start involves three things. Number one, it involves forgetting the things which are behind us. And verse 13 says, This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. A friend of mine called me and talked to me a long time. He said, i got to talk to you, preacher. And I thought, man, he talks like the end of the world is about to end. So I, I got to talk to him. And after story, he said, I don't want you to be mad at me, preacher. I said, I ain't mad at you. What are you talking about? He said, well... I thought you got mad at me about something. I said, I don't have the slightest idea what you're talking about. And he'd been worrying himself to death that I was mad about something that his, in his mind that he'd done to me, and I didn't even know he did it. In fact, I don't even know what he done to this day and don't want to know. I want to forget it. I don't need to know all the bad things in this world. Amen? Just forget it. Go on. Praise the Lord. And the Bible makes it very plain that there are some things that we need to just to forget. And one of the greatest barriers to making a new start is the horror of the past. Here's what we sometimes forget. One of the barriers of making a new start is our past, our past failures, and our past successes. They certainly arrest us until we are afraid to try anything new. Now, I like to try new things I, all the time. I mean... Uh, just something uh, different. I don't even like to go, when I go to the store, I don't go the same way twice. If I can have it, I go this way and I come back this way. I want to see something new. <laughs> Ain't no telling what it get to see if you go different. But uh, we're to forget uh, the things of our past and how Ben blessed us. In verse 13, look at it. Brother, I count on myself to have I hinted. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto the things which are before. So the first thing we are to leave behind is our past sins must be forgiven. I was talking to a person one day and he hit me that, uh, you know one of the hardest things for a Christian to do is forgive himself. Did you know sometimes you have to forgive yourself? I mean, really. Uh, you get involved in something you know you ought not to have done and it keeps coming up and the devil keeps bringing it up to you and, and you feel guilty over it and you've asked forgiveness and you ask that person you've done uh, wrong you ask them to forgive you and the old devil just keeps bringing it up and you can't forgive yourself for doing it you get that guilt trip but I think one of the greatest things that a person needs to do is forgive yourself when God is forgiving you then you forgive yourself and go on amen Ecclesiastes 3, verse 15. That which has been is now, and that which is to be has already been. And God requires that which is past. Now watch this. Paul was conscious of many failures and sins in his life. Uh, the way he blasphemed the name of Jesus, the way he persecuted the church of God, must have haunted him day and night. Yet there came a time in Paul's life that he owned up to the past sins, and having confessed them, he entered into Christ's forgiveness and cleansing. Now, if we make a new start in our lives then, 
we've got to do the same thing. That's why God put 1 John 1, 9 there. We're to confess our sins. And He is faithful to give us. Amen? Then the second thing about keeping on, keeping on is just making a new start involves forgetting past successes. Look at verse 30 again. 13. Forgetting those things which are behind. Paul is liking the Christian life as a race. There's one thing about a race. No matter what kind you're in, if you're to win that race or the crown or the victory, you cannot stop to take inventory of what you've done so far. I, I like the little, I don't know what you call it, a fairy tale. Nowadays they got everything so messed up that you don't know what to say. But you remember the, the rabbit, the hare, and the turtle? And the old hare, he's running ahead. He got so far ahead, he sat down and he's counting all his, how far he'd run and everything. No turtle just come run on by him and went on. And I think that's what God wants us to do. Don't take, uh, sit down and figure out all the good things that God done for you right now. We're going to have all eternity to do that in. Amen? Just keep on going. If you do, you'll lose ground if you stop. You'll lose the advantage. You'll lose the race. Only one thing is important in a race, and that's running so as to win. One of the most dangerous devices of Satan for slowing us up is our Christian life is engaging our mind and heart with memories of past successes. And I, I have dealt with so many people that used to sing in the choir or play an instrument in church or, or usher or do something for the Lord, drive a Sunday school bus, drain kids to the Lord, and so on, and now they don't. They don't do it anymore. They live on their past successes. If we're going to live lives of holiness and victory, you must leave all that in the past by forsaking it or leaving it behind. God is a God of the present. Turn over with me now to First Second Corinthians chapter six for just a second. Second Corinthians chapter six. I'm going to give you some verses at the end in just a minute. I'd like you to write them down. In Second Corinthians, look at chapter six and verse two. For he says, I have heard thee in a time accepted. In the day of salvation I have secured thee. Behold, now is accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. In other words, Psalm 95 verse 7 says almost the same thing. What God is saying here, you don't live in the past and you don't live in the future. You live in the now. Really live today. Amen. And God will bless you. Uh, let me go on for just a minute. First, make sure our past sins are forgiven. Secondly, make sure our past successes are forsaken. And then the new start involves foreseeing the things which are before us. Look at verse 13 and 14 again. Brethren, I count not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before I press towards the mark for the prize of high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, I learned something about running a race from a guy who beat me one time in, in, a, in a race that we was uh, running in high school. And he ran by me like he was tired, that I was tired. And I got down at the end, I said, how do you run, how come you run so fast? And he said, well, I always set my goal beyond 
the finish line. He said, because when I go by the finish line, I don't run wide open. Most people run to the finish line and slow down. I was watching, a, I forgot the race in the Olympics, two year or when the last one was besides this one, they was running track and this big guy from some island country and he was fast, many was fast. And he was, he's outrunning everybody. And he slowed down at the end and just, because he, I got it made, I didn't want a gold medal. But he could have broke the record if he just kept running. But he didn't. All he done was get the gold medal. And I think about that every time I read these verses. The, the reckoning forth under those things which are before, reaching forth under those things which are before. What we want to do as Christians is just keep on going for the Lord. Amen? I want to do something else for the Lord. I want to do something else that account. Most people are afraid of the future. The days ahead are filled with fears. But the Christian life need not to fear. The Lord just watches over us and He's still on the throne. Fourthly, we're to follow the things which are beyond. Look at verse 12. Not as though I had already attained, either already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend, that for which also I am in it of Christ. One of the, I read this story one time. Uh, uh, one Everest, they were trying to climb Mount Everest. Maori and his friend made a final dash for this summit, but failed in 1953. They failed in spite of their tremendous determination and courage and a discipline long time training. Yet when he went to his party returned to London and was given a lecture, he had on the platform a magnificent picture of Mount Everest. And as he turned and looked at it, he said to it, We have tried to conquer ye and failed. We tried again and we you beat us. But we shall beat you, for you cannot grow bigger, but we can. <laughs> I like that. Every time I read that little thing, and I read it so many times. Now, I want to give you some Scripture verses to encourage you to just keep on keeping on. Turn over to Isaiah 41 now. Isaiah 41. And stay in Isaiah for just a minute. Isaiah 41. And I'd like to begin to read verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with thy right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that grieve with thee, that strive with thee, shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them. Even them that contend with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing, as a thing of naught. For I am the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Amen. What a wonderful verses. Now look over uh, chapter uh, 43 now. Chapter 43. Verse 1. 
But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And <clears throat> through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Uh, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Now watch this, please. Go on down to uh, Isaiah 43 and uh, verse 2 and 3. Then First Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says, Cast it all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now turn back with me to Isaiah for just a minute. Isaiah chapter 46. I'm going to give you another verse. And listen now, what I want you to see is this is God's Word, and He keeps His Word. Isaiah 46 and verse 4. And even to your, even to your old age I am He, and even to hoary hair will I carry you. I have made, and I will bear, even I will carry, and will deliver you. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 18. Second Timothy chapter 4, and verse 18. And the Lord shall deliver me from evil work, and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. You put all those verses together, and here's what I'm saying. God tells us just keep on going for the Lord. Just keep on serving Him. I started you off and I'll finish it. Amen? He said you were fine when you started, you're going to be fine when you end. And you got to just keep going, no matter what's in your life. I was, And I know two or three people right now, particular, that's going through some hard times in their life. they got hard decisions to make. And they just... Uh, their loved ones are sick. They don't know what to do. And they're very distraught in their lives. And that one thing I can encourage you from God's Word, if you'll keep going for the Lord, He'll take care of you. Amen. I believe it 100%. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, bless your people tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.